Hello, welcome to the Malcolm Show, the discussion where we approach life's hurdles with a comedic zen. Hi, I'm your host, Malcolm Richman, and allow me to introduce my co-host, Ms. Millie Mel. Hey, what's up, girl? So, um, we're going to talk about uh, a plethora of topics today, but the main one is we're going to talk about is Voltron. For you guys who don't know who Voltron is, Voltron is the, uh, is the, is the assembly cartoon where you have five lions, and they all come together around the black lion right on you know and uh and they form this giant defender of the universe okay so you have the uh i think you have the black lion which is the big lion you know and uh all the other lions connect to the arms and legs to form one giant robot you know mm-hmm. it's like the green lion is the right arm the red lion is the left arm and the yellow lion is the right leg blue lion is the left leg you know so and they all work as a team to make a complete structure that works together to defend the universe okay enough of my favorite you know cartoons so uh now we're gonna get into it well i want to talk to you guys now me and mel Millie mel before we start recording we were talking about how our friends are kind of like our voltron you know like we all have us as the center who the, the torso and the head you know the head of the voltron usually and then we all have that these different friends in our lives who bring us together and make us complete we have that stupid friend you know <laughs> Thank God it's not the head, probably just the right arm or the left arm. And you have that slutty friend who, you know, who they, around the back somewhere. Right, right. <laughs> the back door, you know. <laughs> then you have that that you know that you have that um all kinds of you have the ugly friend, you have that friend who's just really wise, you know, who knows uh who knows like, oh you shouldn't be doing that girl or boy you shouldn't be doing that because you know this is stupid, this is gonna happen, this is the reaction, you know. And you have that, and the thing about that is that um, <clears throat> each one of these friends, they all serve a certain part in our lives. That's why they're there, you know. They're like spokes in a wheel, you know. Without without one of these person, the wheel doesn't turn as smoothly as it would if if uh, they weren't there, you know. Like the wild person, they the one take all those left turns that you would normally never take, you know. But you're just so interested to see what is going on, you know, if they take that way. You're like, oh, my God, she uh, <laughs> she got beat up or he got beat up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, they, they all, you know, serve some kind of point in our lives, you know? Right, absolutely. absolutely. And, and if you don't know who the stupid one is in your crew, then you're probably <gasps> the dumb one. <laughs> it's probably you. That goes for either one. You know, if you don't, know, if you don't know who the slut is in your crew, it's probably you. What? If you don't know who the wise one is, probably not you because you don't know which one is the wise one you know <laughs> so right it's just a uh, thing like that you know um <clears throat> so i've been uh of course we have the uh we don't want to forget our our friends who's a little bit seems like they plan for the other team you know maybe gay or maybe not out of the closet or whatever things like that <laughs> another thing that me and Millie Mel was talking about uh i have a friend who um has a 17 year old son well he's 17 year old now and uh, he's really feminine, really, really feminine. And she goes, I think he's gay. I'm like, I don't think he's gay, you know. I think dude is just really feminine, you know, because right. she is a serious woman. You know, she's very feminine. She wears heels all the time, always got her nails on point and always had makeup on and always hang out with her girls who act just like her, you know. <laughs> and so, and little dude, you know, dude is, and she's not with a man, so the little boy is always with her, you know, so we, um, she talking, she, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying, that dude, he had, he had muscles, girl, and, oh, I'm oh, and so now, when he talks to his friends, he's doing that, he's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, when person in basketball, I'm like, what? Oh. His friends be looking at him like, what, dog? 
I'm like, he's not, he's not gay. He's just acting like you. That's what he knows, you know? Right. He hasn't been around him in his life, you know? And so mm. the thing is, it's like, yeah, it's, you can't, you can't, um, I had, a, I had to argue like this with my, one of my cousins, one of my adopted cousins, argue when I heard that you can't teach someone to be gay. You know, you can't do that. It's either in you or it's not. Right. Because if that was true, all these crazy radical Catholic groups would turn, would have turned many, um, homosexual people, you know, around. And that and that movie Jiggly would have made a lot more sense if it was possible. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so that's my thing. Yeah, my friends are all. Well, first of all, <laughs> let me be the very first one to say I am so grateful for my friends, for I feel like I do not deserve them. <laughs> um, I am a good person and I'm a great friend, but I forget about people. And I just love the people in my life because they love me for that and I love them for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all are like an extension of me. Like, it's like, wow, me and my friends could go for like a year, year and a half without talking to each other and never skip a beat. We'll see each other in a store, a hug, and be like, right. oh, and then, True friends, right. Oh, and then, you know, it just, <laughs> you know, like that's how, and then it seems like all my friends, like I see what all my friends have in common is that they're all genuine. They like, they have big hearts. Right. They all want to help. Whether it's, you know, I see this one lady who um, changed her career path uh-huh. to be a home health aide. And I'm like, oh, bro, never. Not passing judgment on home health aides, but that's <laughs> some, not something that Melissa could do. But she wanted to make sure that old people are taken care of. And I'm like, you know what? I have to love you for that. Like, right. You know what I mean? Because it's not suited for someone like me. Right. But someone like her with with an iron heart that's still so soft. You have to have an iron heart to, to stomach some of those things. Yeah, it takes a big heart to do those things. Like, I work at where I work at, you know, it's like a hospital-type setting. Mm-hmm. Man, all the poop and stuff that uh, those nurses get pick up. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. <laughs> and you can just smell it in the hallway. I walk down the hallway. Oh, my God. They, mm-hmm. Number 14 pooped again. <laughs> Right. Pick up an aisle three, you know. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, Lord. So it takes a special type of of someone, and you know they're not doing it for pay. Right. Right. They're certainly not doing it for pay. So I mean, you can literally say that's like the shittiest job I have. You know what I mean? Like, you mm. know. But like, she wanted to do this, and because it doesn't pay well, she went and got two of the same type of jobs mm. because that is just. And then she's so very passionate that she snitches on other people who are not. Uh huh. You know, she's like, no, I won't, I won't go for it. You know, if she sees someone not doing their job correctly, she'll go behind them and try to fix it. But when they get mad, like, why he was in my patient's room, da da da, da and then that's when she has to be like, well, you know what, you're not doing your job right. And, right. And I'm like, wow, I just, I'm so glad I have a friend like that because that's how I am. Yeah, we I'm need not it. afraid to be the bad guy. I'll take one for the team as long as we're on the right team. Yeah, we need more people like that. Absolutely, and it seems like that, like that's my. My circle of friends are all protectors. They're all yes. You know. Yeah. Speaking of circle of friends, we all have that one friend who betrayed the the unit and you know got kicked out and now they try to get back in. You know, so you, know, you really don't want that person back in. Like this is why I was talking to you earlier. Um, like when that's when you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or something like that. Don't go bad mouthing your boyfriend or girlfriend to your friends because. When you make up with that boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, for whatever reason, your friends are not going to accept them. And so then, right. and then they're going to end up not accepting you. Like, well, you know, you were talking like, this dude gave you a black eye last week, and now you're hugging up on him, and you want us to accept him after he beat up our friend? 
Mm-hmm. So it doesn't work like that. That's why, you know, you keep that stuff to yourself, man. Fix it internally because when it goes external, you, you should just exacerbate the problem. Right. Exactly. And now you find yourself in a position where you're defending your friendship with them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now you, you look like an idiot. Like, yeah. Even though we all fall short at, at some point, you know, um, everybody plays fool. Exactly. Loyal to and why and why not. Because um, we all, the same as our friends, <clears throat> yeah, we could see our friends and our family too. Uh-huh. Just like there's all different parts of us, you know, like our friends would be many extensions of us. Our family are as well, you know, and we tend to not mess with this family um, more or less because, you know, they're not into the same things we are. We don't like to cuss and all they do is cuss. Right. Yeah, we're family, but, you know, don't have to. You know, choose not to be around that type deal. You know. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And my thing is, uh, I hear my mom's voice in every decision that makes me. Boy, I hear that. I'm about to do something stupid. I know it's stupid. You know better than that. Right. <laughs> but sometimes, like, you know, as I get, I'm not that I'm older, you know, and I make a decision and my mom doesn't understand it. She questioned me. And if I don't have a good answer, you know, it's like, uh, it makes me rethink it. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So those questions that I know she's going to ask me, even when I'm grieving growing up, you know, it's like, now, what if she asked me, why did I do this? What's going to be my answer? And I go, uh, you know, no, oh, that's not a good answer, you know, so maybe I shouldn't do right. this, you know. A lot of people don't have that second tape, you know. And sometimes you need that that friend, you know. Sometimes that, that other part of Voltron for you is your parents, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people don't have the benefit of a good parent, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> they got two bad parents, you know, or a parent who's absent, like, hmm, maybe I should just avoid the problem altogether. That may be a good person. He's like, no, 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 it does not. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I um I was always scared to get in trouble. So <laughs> like I I had a few experiences thinking like, Oh, I could be a bad kid, it'd be real easy for me because I was a big girl and I was strong and I realized um that I I I was really good at bullying and stuff like that, you know, so you know. I could have taken my superpowers in a very negative direction. Oh, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> I used to get walloped. I always knew it, you know. I, my um, my decision wasn't always uh, getting my butt whooped uh, related, you know. It wasn't like, oh, is this, uh, when I was younger, it was about, if I get, I won't get spanked for this, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now that I'm older, it's like, uh, is this stupid? How would it affect me in the future, you know. So, even though the stakes are higher, so I make it a little bit more if of informed and educated decision. Mm-hmm. And less impulsive. That's one thing I can really say about myself. Less impulsive than we used to be when I was younger. Right. Well, see, the way, like, for me, I always rethink what I do. Could I be able to retell my story? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, some things that are embarrassing for others. And then, like, that, you know, oh, no, I didn't do that. I would never partake in such. But I got pictures. You certainly did partake, you know. Right, right. No one's business. But that's a whole other thing. Now, see, I don't lie about my business. Because I'm not ashamed of anything I do. Right. Like everything I do, I made a conscious decision to do so. I understand. Yeah, and some for some people, it's um, it's a lot harder to uh, to do that than it is for uh, other people who think everything's in the shadows. When now in the digital age, almost nothing is in the shadows. You know. Exactly. Like right here, I'm sitting right here. I'm looking at the list of the uh, the social media things that I use to reach out to the audience. There are so many venues to you know to get a hold of someone's past, present, and future. And like uh, even now, like um, 
some of my friends are on these um some of these social media outlets that I use. Some of my friends from uh, high school and stuff, which is like, oh my god, it shows how old I am, which was <laughs> like uh like twenty almost thirty years ago, you know, when I was in high school. And so the thing is, is uh. They put up a picture of me and my head is like super huge and my body looks like a toothpick with a uh, with a pumpkin on top. <laughs> mm. Like totally uh, deformed body shape I had um, back in uh, back in high school. And so and like clothes that I like shouldn't have worn. There was this one shirt that my mom got me when I was um, in high school. I didn't want to wear it, but she, you know, sometimes we just didn't have things to wear. And um I would wear it because <laughs> like everything else was dirty. Like oh, I probably should wear this because I want to go to school stinking, you know. And uh, it was this jungle shirt, man. Oh my god, it was the ugliest shirt on earth. It was like all these leaves and trees, and I think it was a couple of birds in there hidden. It's like a Where's Waldo? Like he found the bird on this shirt. <laughs> it's one of the ugliest shirts I've ever seen. My mom was like, "Oh, this shirt is nice," and oh my god, and I wore green corduroys with them. Mm. And that picture popped up on social media. A couple of weeks ago, I was like, "Oh man, you gotta take this down!" But like, no, man, this is a picture of you. I was like, "No, no," you know. So the thing is, like, almost nothing stays in the shadows. Even something as innocent as an ugly picture of you, nothing stays in the shadows. So it's not as easy to to hide, you know, as it is as it was back then. So the stakes are definitely out there. You have to Absolutely. think twice. You gotta think twice before you do something. <laughs> yeah, think twice. Oh, I found out that shit came back. Oh my god, you're so crazy. Oh my. So you're the weird one in my Voltron, huh? Um, mm, the one towards the back end. Yikes. <laughs> I'm so much more than a hoe. Oh my I'm god. An asshole too. I belong back there. Oh my god. Girl, <laughs> <Are> you crazy. <laughs> 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 yup. See. Just lean on me, and I'll be there. Right. What do you say that to? Your ass. <laughs> and then you got some friends you can't you can't lean on at all. They're just totally. Either they just don't have the uh, they don't have the uh, the necessary tools to to run their own lives, and, uh, and so basically you both are SOL. You know. Right. Like I actually had one friend tell me that. Well, we both can't be you. She doesn't know how to save her money because she has never taught. I never, I don't know how to, I don't know how to save money to pay rent or bills because I've never been taught. That's something you really don't need to be taught. This goes back to a couple episodes ago when we talked about common sense and actual intelligence. You know, common sense tell you if you get paid twice a month, and each check should be half of rent. You know, or at least half of your bills. You know, <laughs> it's like my rent is like four hundred dollars a month. You know, and so I get paid three fifty every month. You know, if I save each of them. Each of each check, you know, then I should be able to pay rent. She goes, I didn't know that. I don't know how to do that. I'm like, oh, God. Mm. She probably get a, had a boyfriend or a girlfriend who does know how to do that so you can stay above the water, you know? Right. <clears throat> or make a job where, like, you're making, like, four times the amount of your rent, and you could probably afford it all at one time. Probably. That would be nice. Uh, there's few people I know who can do that. The right. thing is, like, I had a, I had another friend who was not a friend anymore. He uh, he was he knew he was bad with his money. Like we would go out to the club, and uh, this was years ago. We would go out to the club, and he would pay for everyone's meal after the club, you know. Mm. And he'd be so broke the next day. He'd be like, man, you're gonna you're gonna food in your refrigerator. He'd be like, oh yeah, uh, I think I spent all my money yesterday. He's like, what's wrong with you? Mm. 
caught up in that moment. That's a high. Right. I'm like, dude, man, you guys learn how to keep your money to yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, That's what? a real high for people to be able to splurge in that moment. It's a high. Right, right. And he tells me, well, when I get a girlfriend, she'll be able to keep keep tracks on me. No, you're not going to hand your wallet off to your girlfriend and hope mm-hmm. that she... I mean, I'm thinking, like, you, you attract, like, you know, what you are, you know what I'm saying? So, things like, right. you're insp- irresponsible, and you're going to attract someone else who's also irresponsible, you know? And they're going to think you're responsible because you're spending money like crazy, and they go, oh, he must have money in the, in the, uh, in the background because he's spending like that. No. Mm-hmm. And little do they know that there is no wizard behind the curtain. You're just the dumbass standing out in the, on stage. <laughs> <laughs> right, you're the one distracted by shiny lights. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you spent $1,000 last night and you don't have anything money left? No, I don't. Oh, my gosh. Right. Idiots. Right. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of the same. I really am. And, and for this, that's how I can identify it. And I can tell you it's a high. Because it is absolutely my honor uh, when I could be like, you know what? Drinks for everyone here tonight. You know, I just buy one one round. That's it. It looks like it's like 12 people here. If it's, not, if it's nothing my mom ever taught me was financial responsibility. If she hasn't taught me anything, financial responsibility was probably the biggest lesson she's ever taught me. She's like, you got enough money for that? Like, even when we go to the store, like, she give she, I remember the story that we used to go to, like, I got two, I got a brother and a brother, brother and a sister. We used to always go to the store together. We would have, like, uh, like a quarter or we would have, like, you know, like, a dime or whatever. It's like, so you taking that to the, uh, to buy that? Yeah. Don't forget about tax. I'm like, huh? What's that? Mm. Tax is like, you know, a couple percentage of uh, what you got in your hand. So you got that, and so the tax would be like another two cents or three cents, and you only got a dime. Where are you going to get the other two or three cents from? I'm like, uh, I can find a penny around here. I actually go walking around the store looking for a penny trying to pay that tax, you know what I'm saying? My mom was like, little lessons like that stick with me, you know? And so, like, I was like, what, like eight or nine when that happens to me? thing is, is that, it stuck with me, you know, because, you know, these are the lessons, you know, you don't, people think you got to sit down with your kids and just like have this big speech. No, it's the little things that stack up little nuggets of, of, of information that sticks with you. And those are the important lessons, man. It's not the big ones where you, oh, we're going to have the sex talk or we're going to have the, uh, you know, the talk about why mommy left today, you know, <laughs> it's the little nuggets, man. Right. My best friend in the whole world, uh, his name is George. My best friend, he has the most intelligent sons I've ever met. I swear, those kids. Like, his one son uh, is learning JavaScript and C++. He can make his own video games just sitting in front of a laptop. Mm. I couldn't draw Mickey Mouse if I wanted to on the right. laptop. And this boy is doing his thing. <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm like, George, uh, so your son um, finished that C++ book? He's like, oh, yeah, he's making his own game now. I'm like, uh, you think he can teach me? The boy is nine, okay? Nice. <laughs> it's, it's, nice. it's insane. But that's so that's so manly of you, too. Like, to not have pride too high to learn from a little kid. Mm. You know what I mean? That that That's really good for a kid's self-esteem as well. Right. You know, like, wow, I get to teach you? Like, you're older than me, you know? <laughs> right. I have a little buddy never passed judgment. Yeah, he's the... He, He's the nerd. He's the nerdy part of my Voltron, you know. <laughs> Just to let you know, yeah, George is, yeah, yeah. So I mean, but when George, like you know, gets old and dies, you know, his son's gonna take over. <laughs> you know, Uncle Malcolm is gonna be the uh, the head still. Okay, guys, thank you for tuning into the Malcolm Christmas Show once again. To get more of the Malcolm Christmas Show, 
you can comment or suggest uh, topics we to talk about if you want to talk to us face to face or uh, online on Facebook at Malcolm Richmond, Instagram on The Malcolm Richmond Show, or the triple dub at www.themalcolmrichmondshow.com and on um, YouTube at Malcolm Richmond Vlog. That's V L O G, guys. Remember, you can hit us up on any one of those um, platforms and we will respond either on the show or on that platform. Thank you for, for tuning in. Thank you.